Yo, yo, yo. Can you believe it? It is, of course, episode 50 of I Understood That Reference, Rob. We've done it. Oh, we did it. We did it. I can you believe it? This is this is it. This is the pinnacle. It's all downhill after here. This, if this is the pinnacle, that kind of, I think that says enough, to be honest, about where we're just, going in our lives. Yeah, just to go back to your analogy about a conservatory built on a house of shit, I think. Uh... <laughs> oh, God, that was about my life this whole time. Yeah, exactly. It was It was a beautiful allegory for your life. And I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Rob, because you know what? Your life. It's going to become, impo- not, my, not my life, nobody likes when that's brought up, but no, uh, something we've talked about pri- prior on this podcast, because look, that's going to come up. But listen, everybody, look, we're, we're, we're going to have a, we, we did a recent episode about the, the Zack Schneider Justice League, and it wasn't our typical kind of, I no. understood that reference and what it's all about and stuff like that. It wasn't zippy or zappy, it was too, it was, it was zacky, <laughs> which is what we, not what, not what we normally do, so we want to, we're going to pivot back to the to the classics yeah and to say that this is i think this episode is going to be a it's going to have almost a collection of classics so i guess look yeah. i don't really have any clue too much about what we're going to talk about i know that we got some emails and some some tweets from from people just about us and kind of so going to give a few answers and questions about it and then hmm. i know there's gonna we're gonna do like a bit of a i understood that reference greatest hits bits we're gonna go through some segments and that's pretty much all i have lined up unless oh, or as we've lovely called it a this is the the greatest skits episode. Welcome everybody. Thanks for sticking Welcome. along and let's let's jump on in. So, listen. I'm going to take the reins here for a sec. So, look, Ross and I were kind of mapping out as we normally do mapping out our notes uh, separately and we're we're going to we're going to, you know, follow some more recent formats, some recent structure that we've done in the episodes, but also we're going to return to some old classics, some old favorites. Based on the format of those from the past, I think no better place to start than bring back this for one last hurrah or maybe more hurrahs depending on the success of this episode the uh i understood that reference game the 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 the, the, the one and only game that started it all are you good for me to, to kick this off because i guess i realized just as we were about to hit record that this is one of the ones i have to get at the door first so as i give you this little reference this quote i can let it stew you can get to know it over the course of this legendary 50th episode how do you <laughs> how do you like the sound of that I, I I love the sound of that because we have not played the the great reference game since that's what it's called bloody season one. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here introducing the the game. I've all the work done for it. I can't remember what we even called it. I could totally tell. I could. I was like, what's in. it called? We're gonna play. I was like, we're gonna play the 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 I understood that reference. The game. <laughs> you came so close as well. You're like, we're gonna play the I understood that reference game yeah as i said that i realized that's not that doesn't really roll off the tongue the great reference game 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 <laughs> that <laughs> was a bit and i forgot it wow this is off to a rocking start Ugh. listen this is what people expect for somebody did say somebody actually did a review for us on, on the uh, castology podcast which was excellent they actually uh, reviewed our podcast on it and they said that like they're not really interested in the topics we talk about but at least <laughs> yeah. they like they like the way we talk about stuff i guess that's okay I th- yeah, the, what I took away from it was uh, they're just like, these kinds of podcasts about pop culture are a dime a dozen, I think was the phrase they used. Would you know what? Fair. I think they enjoyed that we use silly games as a vehicle to, <laughs> to, get, this, to get the news across. And I laughed because I felt like... They found us out. They found us out. <laughs> they found us out, but also that we're not great at the games that we make. 
so often the news just gets lost in in, in the <laughs> in the process anyway so i was kind of like what do what are we what are we delivering here <laughs> other than one litany of mistake a litany of mistakes one after the other but at least we're having a good time doing it but anyway Enough of that shite, as per <laughs> usual. That's like the literal description of our podcast. A litany of mistakes, and we have fun while doing it. Well, that's why I think this uh, this reference is perfect. And in classic fashion, I, I, I think this movie, because I thought the theme was appropriate in general. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get, when it's revealed, well, that'll make more sense. But I have, obviously, a bit more of an ambiguous quote. But I can always, if you need a hand throughout the episode, I, I'm, I will happily give you a secondary quote that, that might lo- help you lock it in. Uh, and any more hints there and thereafter. But are you ready for your first little clue? Little clue-ski. All right, let's let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> You're going to love this. People who talk in metaphors ought to shampoo my crotch. Oh, God, well, I mean, I mean to say <laughs> that I don't have a clue. I mean, I don't even have a ballpark. But, uh, yeah, look. Ballpark. Is that because I mentioned crotch? You would think so, but no. Basically, now I have to wait till Rob mentions the movie that that's from, which he could literally list a thousand movies and I wouldn't have a clue. But uh, look, let's see how that goes, I guess. Oh, was that part of the game? Oh, you're right. I have to mention the movie too. Well, this is going to make things very tricky. <laughs> oh, you just expected me to get it from that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, don't worry. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it Look, we'll do it. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Again, another tagline for this podcast. So now that we have that, the reference, Rob, I'm going to... I'm going to jump in here, okay? And I'm going to oh, ask. Your so basically, I, I I put on Twitter, does anybody have any kind of questions about the pods or any comments or anything like that for us? <laughs> and we got a few. So so uh, I'm going to ask you some. I'm going to, oh, um, we're going oh. to, we're going to discuss it. Yeah, that's that's how these things work. Let's chat. We don't do enough of that anyway. <laughs> so the, the first one is uh, from Dylan. And this is Dylan from at the mid pod who emailed us from, from the middle podcast. Uh, very good podcast, by the way. Check them out. We did a promo from them before here. But anyway, hey, gents, love the show. Here are some questions. What have been your favorite moments slash topics? I think um, easily and one of the, the ones that comes to mind first in terms of fun topics has to be the, the fights, the character fight. I but can do this all day because it's, it's what Cap says. I'm sorry, the brand is failing. Why? How? It, it, it's all there in the. Oh, can you hear that car alarm? Did you say a carol alarm? <laughs> Carol's. <laughs> He's here. He's in the room. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the one only. <laughs> I can actually picture him kind of pop in, almost like a, tant, a tap dancer entrance. You know the way they kind of clickety click in with their hands, kind of. Very theatrical is what I'm trying to say. He might be he might be uh, <laughs> popping in later. Who knows? We might have a little bit from him. Oh, wouldn't be. Well, funny wouldn't be like him. Right? You crafty fecker. <laughs> um, okay, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we could do this all day. I think that's, that's a great segment. And one that you and I personally have had a lot of fun with. Because it, it suits, I think it suits our, <laughs> don't mind if I do, uh, loosey-goosey style as we approach the, uh, you know, the way we approach the episodes. When you just throw like a, two random characters at me, I'm always overwhelmed with the level of, just the, the creativity that some people post into some of these matchups and also then I'm literally licking my lips with the with the ammo that we can use to like pit these characters against each other I always think that's great fun so that's that's as a, as a kind of a little bit that we do that's always a that's been a highlight for me that and it kind of just naturally developed over time I feel and yeah it's great because we get to interact with people as well because people obviously send in their yes, suggestions that's, so. <laughs> I should have said that up top thank you for those suggestions ladies I'll, and I'll edit this so that comes yeah, in put first this, but, 
Look, I love that segment as well. And, and I remember because we kind of talked about this a little bit before some of our favorite moments of the show and kind of what funny parts we've had. And obviously, I would just say, that, yeah, like you said there, the best parts we have are just when we can kind of banter off each other and have the bit of crack. But the banter, and I, I remember... I said that like my favorite moment before was that time I was telling you the story in the back alley of Fibsborough when I obviously yeah. ran away from you and we cried laughing at it. But when you cried since then, well, I I, I cried laughing at it because you were obviously left on your own, <laughs> but you survived. You survived. But <laughs> since then, since then we have put that new the new segment in called uh, totally nondescript. Where it was before, it was where I had a tin whistle and I made, so I, I did a few team tunes and then I made, I gave a poor movie description and you had to guess them. And honestly, I think I've just laughed every time that segment comes up. I laugh my goddamn face off. <laughs> now, we're going to be doing that today and it's a little bit different because uh, Rob, I believe you're going to be doing it. Yeah, you forgot your tin whistle, uh, but I have my, I, I can whistle without the tin, which I don't think you can. I think that's how this has happened. But um, yes, I'm going to do some. I had a lot of fun coming up with the names and I had to keep reminding myself of the themes of these these films. So hopefully uh, it translates over the mic. I was doing some tests earlier. It's a bit, it's a bit hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-
what a laugh. Look at it, look at it, look at us, look at us go. That's completely right. And, and I guess, because mine was actually quite similar to that in a way, but it's, but it's obviously, it's, it's kind of the opposite, I guess. I was like, when we started this and I was listening to some of our early episodes the other day, we were like an hour and 45 minutes of kind of, we had so many things to get through that were like, boom, 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 boom. And I remember I was listening to, I think it was the first episode, and you were obviously trying to just, like, take the piss and have the crack. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Kathleen Kennedy and Star Wars. <laughs> we can't deviate from the plan too much, Rob. So uh, I like how we've kind of lessened that. I think we we, we have lots of stuff planned. And mm. like, if we just don't get to it, we're like, screw it. We're having a laugh at this. Let's just stay on this. That's a very good point. That Yeah, the, if we don't get to it, it doesn't really matter. Because the freeform structure just brings up better moments than trying to burst, you know, bust a gut to get to like a tiny bit of news that really is. <laughs> you said bust a gut, right? <laughs> yeah, bust a gut. Okay, sorry, I said something else. I can, I, I can, I can change it to something else if you'd like. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this episode. <laughs> also, I think we've got we've gotten pretty savvy at like how we know how the how the system works and everything. Like people, you know, people on the curtain. People, you know, some people will know as long time listeners. We don't actually record in the same room we're in different countries but it comes across it's i think it's i think it sounds great you know fair play to you ross and your editing i think it comes across very well so we've learned how to manage the distance and the remoteness and everything quite effectively probably before everybody else did because we were kind of already doing it so we had a bit of a leg up there okay that's true i think this is a good one if you had to change your podcast name and the logo but you could keep doing the show as is what would the name and the logo be (laughs) God, that is such a good question. Do you have anything in the tank? Oh, I have one in the tank. I saw this, like, because I was just looking at it earlier, and the first thing that came to mind, and this is awful, but I call it something like, uh, you know, uh, the Kraken, okay? But it'd be like <laughs> C-R-A-I-C, Kraken, because that's crack is in Irish crack, so the Kraken, and it would obviously be the Kraken monster with his, like, you know, Cthulhu thing, mon- tentacles, but he'd be holding, like, a Guinness and like a shamrock or something because he'd be like oh it's a kraken <laughs> am I selling you on this am I selling you on this you sold me on the stereotype that's for sure <laughs> the kraken I don't, just purely because of the, the, the play the wordplay oh no I enjoyed I enjoyed the wordplay but weirdly it's coloured by the fact that I, I associate kraken with this horrific dark rum that you could buy that unfortunately I, I encountered more than once in my college days I'm not sure if you ever crossed that. So this weird, I had a very visceral reaction actually when you said crack in there. I was like, ooh. Oh, it's, it's, it's see, see something. See, oh my God. I think I've had uh, this. Is it Sea Dog? Oh, I think I actually, I was going to say that. Well, that's really, it can't be that, Ross, because that's obvious. But I actually think it is. And I even remember, because I remember I had it with my friend, Connor Feehan, like about 15 years Connor ago. Connor Feehan? Yes. That's Scallywag. Yeah, that's Sea Dog. <laughs> See that, that old sailor. <laughs> the best meat's in the rump. But uh, I do, I, I think I think that is the one. That's mad. But anyway, yeah. But, uh, that's I think that's what my one would be. And we just have the same thing. I just That would be the logo. It would just be the Kraken. <laughs> I think uh, mine would be one of two. One of, I think the, probably the most promising one is just, <laughs> just, just called Lucy Goosey. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> a loose and, goose. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just, it's just like a, a like a, character or a cartoonized version of you and maybe me but probably most of you just kind of waving your arms in a waggly old wiggly wiggly old waggly way just because it's so loosey-goosey <laughs> that's that's all it is i like that the kermish joe to be oh i've actually got this lovely box art I've, i can think for it now it's just like the top of our heads so just we've just got both these these very plain irish 
black-haired scalps. And then just the arms just sort of waggling above. So all you can see is arms and then the very top of her head's kind of below, <laughs> the, you know, off the bottom of the card. Oh. And it just, it's just called Lucy Goosey. I think that would oh, look let's, great. Let's just change it. Let's, this podcast's done. No more. Get rid of the great reference game. It's all about the, the Lucy Goose challenge <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it there. Or maybe I'll just call it Get Up Them Stairs. And it's you going up the stairs and I'm just giving you the finger from the bottom of the stairs. Oh, is it, give me the middle finger. The middle finger. <laughs> What? Giving me the finger? <laughs> well, like you know, I'm just like I'm like I'm just like get up that stairs, feck off, that kind of logic. That's what I'm. Not... <laughs> but I I don't know. I feel wronged. I feel like wronged in this one. That I I don't get anything. I just get the middle finger at me. Thanks very much for for, for that uh great, great email. Um, we, I have to I have to do this one. This is from uh M at Verbal Diorama. So obviously we know Cap has America's ass, but who has Ireland's ass? <laughs> It's Killian Murphy, okay? There's no there's no other question. There's no other answers to that. It's Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy has Ireland's ass. Oh, I thought it was going to be one of us. No. Fair Have enough. Have seen my ass? Don't answer that question. <laughs> I've got great reviews. But anyway, yeah, let's give it to Killian Murphy. Really trying to picture his ass now and I can't. That's the new logo for the podcast. It's just Killian Murphy's ass. And we call <laughs> Ireland's ass. Oh, well, like, you could call it, you could call it Murphy's Law. Ah, that's actually, and then do something about films, like, oh, the, like, like, we could do our whole film thing, when the end of the film, it ruins the rest of it, and call it a Murphy's Law. Yeah, we're just like, oh, good old Killian Murphy's Law. There he is, this, the old, the old sea dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, well done, Rob, well done. <laughs> yeah, let's just get blazed through these uh, tweets ahead, podcast said, might be an obvious one, but do you guys have dream guests and why? Uh, and then again, uh, Movies at Work is also like, if you had a podcast, bo- dodgeball tournament, what other podcasters would you like in your team? See, I don't want to, I feel like if we name certain podcasts and we don't name others, then we're like picking favorites and... We'll create enemies. Yeah, and we're being arseholes, and I don't like doing that. And we're already arseholes, so we don't want to be even worse again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just be like Joe Rogan or something, but I do not want no, him. No, fuck him. I don't want them on my pod- on my podcast show, or I don't want them on our on our dodgeball team. But who would you have famous? I think that's a fun question. Like, who would be fun? Who would slot in? Do you think Mark Hamill would be my pick? Hundred percent. That's totally fair, and because he's such a good storyteller and he's genuine, I can see all the positives there. Okay, that, and that, this actually this is perfect. This is so perfect because he would be your pairing. Because you're kind of, you're good at keeping things on topic and providing that insight. And Whereas I'm so all over the shop that I would have to pick Jeff Goldblum. Oh, oh, I like that. I like that. I would have to do it. And like, he would be so aloof and confused by comparison. He wouldn't even really know why he was here. What He'd be like, why am I, you know, he'd be sort of trying to figure out. He wouldn't even know that it was a podcast, let alone what the show was about, you know, but he'd he contribute these gems. You'd team up with a little nugget and he'd have a story or a little little anecdote and it would just feed off the randomness of, of us anyway. I think he'd be a, a superb addition. I think he'd also, he'd also get on very well with Mark Hamill, you know, because he'd be like, who, 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 what is this podcast that we, 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 we are? <laughs> and then Mark Hamill would just go full Joker. We'd get him to do like little Joker demo, which I would adore. Oh, if, he if, he, oh. if he would indulge us. A Joe who I bloody wouldn't have on the show. Feckin' Edgar Wright, the enemy of the show. Well, I mean, he's never going to say yes after I I wronged him. After I wronged him on Twitter, <laughs> he ain't coming anywhere near us. Like, right, Rob, come on, let's go. Let's move on to some games. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understood that reference. Greatest skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's up first? I got some, I've got some absolute gems here for you, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> 
Well, so I know I, I've teed you up with the reference game, so I think maybe it makes sense for you to, you, you to go in now. So, we did a segment throughout this season called Rob, This Is Your Life, where we, uh, I asked Rob a series of BuzzFeed questionnaires to kind of get what kind of personality he was and put it together. Highbrow stuff. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so what, what superhero did you get, Rob? Can you remember? I believe I got Captain America, didn't I? Didn't I get Steve Rogers? You certainly did. Can you remember what uh, sitcom character you got? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Was it someone from Park? Was it someone from? Was it someone from Parks and Rec? Yes, yes. Or Les? No, Leslie Nope. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Actually, which I was also very happy with. So basically, you're getting this like you know straight, you know shooting straight character, real kind of stand up guy, real you know stand by her word and all this. So kind of really good, really good character, okay. But mm. this time, as we're going through our little segment, we're going to do like a little, a little, a little bit of each one. I have a question that I've come up with, both the question and the answers for to determine what kind of person you are, all <gasps> by myself. Oh, you son of a bitch. You sly, no, sly son of a bitch. <laughs> there's only, obviously, in, this, in the interest of time, there's only one. There's only one question here, okay? So, this is it. So, Rob, <laughs> you are in Dublin, in Fibsborough, in a random back alley somewhere near my house. <laughs> at, at three o'clock on a Saturday morning, okay? I've scarpered, I've scarpered down the other alley. Gone, left you, left you for dead. Oh, you're gone. And a random stranger approaches you. He has a big, 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 big duffel coat and all that. <laughs> And and he just says, "What color sweet do you want?" Okay. <laughs> okay. These are the colors you have to choose from. <laughs> so you have red and yellow. You have a white and blue. You have a gold. You have a yellow, a blue and yellow, a green, or a black. I'm gonna go white blue. Okay, let's see. White blue. <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> The leash colours. So obviously you are heroic and value all that life has to offer. You will fight for and live by your principles and long for adventure. Yeah. You got the leash one, man. You picked the correct, the the proper one. I did it. I knew what I was, kind of knew what I was, I had a feeling deep down. I knew what I was doing. Now, I I was hoping you were going to go off blue-yellow. So blue-yellow you being a Ross Common man is the Ross Common <laughs> colours. And the answer would have been Spider-Man, a home bird and the friendly neighbourhood Rob man, a stand-up guy <laughs> willing to die for his friends. Likeable. Oh. But a menace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all listening there, by the way. Uh, I, think, I think my favourite was on the Did you write chance. these? Oh, yeah. Oh, all, all from this, scratch. This is amazing. Give us some more of these descriptions. So I was, I was really hoping you would have said black because I was like, okay, black. Zack Schneider, a miserable prick who is all style and no substance. <laughs> you prefer music videos to movies. If left unsupervised, you lose all sense of reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what's added to this? Is that there's a stranger in, a, in an overcoat giving me these sweets and descriptions in an alley in Fibsborough. It's actually oh, yeah. adding to the experience. I mean, it is Fibsborough. That's pretty much what you get. Like, Yeah, but there's loads of them in there. Uh, I mean, there's some good, there's some good jobs as well. Yellow is Bumblebee. See, they're all, and because it's the 50th episode, they're all teamed around topics we've covered before. So Zack Schneider, Bumblebee, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, Hot Rod, mm. the Transformer, you know? So look at that. Look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. I, I Well, you're going to have, I know we might, I, we, we can return to them later if you want, but I, I, I'd like to hear more of these, these descriptions, quite frankly, because they sound like a lot of fun. 
I put I put some time into it. But look, yeah, that's what I'm kind of like. It's it's you're being harsh on yourself because you put this time into it, and like I can only pick one. Is there any other any other quippity quappity one you wanna you wanna tickle my ears with? Hello. Uh, let me let me see. I mean, at, at, originally I had you're a prick at the end of all of them, but I was like, ah, uh, it might be. <laughs> well, I, I mean. <laughs> True. Uh, nah, I mean they're all kind of like that. They're, they're they're all essentially the same. R- Red yellow was hot rod because that's his colors. You're adventurous. You like to talk the talk and walk the walk. You value others but get bored easily. You need excitement. <laughs> oh, well, th- th- that's what I should have asked. What one? What color do you want to pick for me? <laughs> <laughs> Black. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. I guess like. Oh, and you're a menace. Oh, that really got me at the end of that one. I was happy that right okay Rob so that's Rob this is your life and clearly this is now scientifically proven that you're consistent you get like Captain America twice you got Leslie Nope. that is obviously your personality I well I think maybe I'm just very good at pretending that that's my personality and I, I, can, I can identify it I can identify it from a guy in the back alley of Fibsburg offering me a sweet oh I know exactly. what I got I gotta project my personality onto this guy I, I know I hope he doesn't see through me this stranger in the, in the night. I hope he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> okay, right, Rob, you're up. Okay, so so I because I don't want to get to my main event just yet. I figured we'd do. Uh, I I figured we'd move on to a bit of a more wishy washy segment that uh, you're familiar with, and some of the listeners will be. And this is we're bringing we're bringing it back. Hey Ross, hey Ross, look at these! Oh, 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 oh I'm I am rubbing my hands together here at this one. So, so this is so this is basically. How we we just I guess skits kind of just appeared out of nowhere, but this we, I consider this one of our greatest skits. And basically, one time I sent Ross a silly video, told him to react to it kind of organically, just as we were recording. So this is what it's become. I just just before the episode, I'll send Ross a video of something which I feel is intriguing or random or interesting or just all out bonkers, and then we just chat about it. We talk about we talk about what he thinks he saw, what he wanted to see, what are his general thoughts. So just before this this fiftieth episode. I sent Ross, which can only be described as a classic. I had this one in the bank for a while. I was saving it up, and I figured no better time to use it. So, Ross, you want to talk us through the video that I that I sent you? You sent me a video called Birdemic, best scene ever, and <laughs> it's it's hard to argue with that description of it because it's obviously a very low budget movie. Oh, obviously, is underselling. <laughs> Is underselling it. And four people, two guys and two girls, walk out of their house. They all have uh, hangers in their hand. And somebody goes, oh my God, they're coming. And the worst or possibly best CGI birds I've ever seen in my life come at the screen and hover above them. And you already see, if you look really closely, you already see one of the actresses crack and start laughing. Obviously didn't realize they're going to use that. And they're actually laughing in the scene. But uh, they all start like hilariously swinging the hammer or uh, coat hangers at birds that are clearly nowhere near them and it's all it, the way i've described this video is that it's it's a series of loops that never stop because everything <laughs> is looped the sound is looped the video is looped the cgi bird have obviously like 10 seconds of footage and just looped and looped and looped again but it was i actually got a great laugh and the reason i got such a laugh was because the noise oh my god rob the noise <laughs> It just keeps going. Do you know, like the spokes on a on a, on a old rusty bicycle, and it's like it's it's like that. There's a part in the original Resident Evil game where you have to use a lever to empty a pool, and as you turn it, it's obviously the same five seconds. It's just like 
and that's exactly what I thought of when I saw yeah, the video. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. There's no variety. There's no variety in it. Like, so what's amazing is that's a snippet of what is actually a full-length film, this budget film. And the, the, C, the CG in it is famously horrific in a sense that the birds have no depth to them. They're just always, it's clearly like a place that they've stuck on. So imagine if somebody just literally had almost like a, a sort of a, a transparent sheet of like plastic or like perspex and just had stickers of birds that they stuck <laughs> onto that. And then they just stuck that in front of the camera lens. So, and the reason that's significant is because obviously the birds move in harmony with the camera movement. They're not, they don't live in the actual world that's in that the camera, that the camera is capturing. They're also hilariously 2D. And then at one point they're really trying to spice up the effects and the 2D birds that are essentially hovering in a just just this this very rigid flap. But in the background they add all the budget went into getting some yeah, other more CG birds, birds <laughs> that, that move across the background left to right. But they get to the car and the, the girl tries to open the car to keys and again a looped screen of her constantly turn the key back and forth <laughs> happens and there's like some of horrifically ad'd over like oh i can't get the, the door open the door is stuck i can't get it open oh and she just wiggled the keys like they really try to sell that the lock on the car is stuck it's like the audio is like this the, the the cawing and the shrieking of the birds you you actually can't really hear anything else and obviously they don't have proper audio set up so like <laughs> your man's just gotta go and, oh watch out he's trying to be the tough guy and he's just swinging his coat hanging around. And it's like, it, oh. it's five seconds of footage looped into a five-minute clip that somehow they put together to make a scene. And there's multiple parts oh. where you see the actors and actresses laugh. Like, laugh throughout, like. It's it's great. Oh, I think there's a bit where, like, the fourth, the fourth one of the... One of the four of them, one of the girls, she just like hides behind the three of them because obviously she can't contain herself. So you you, you might think, wait, four of them left the, this hotel or whatever, and now suddenly there's three of them. It's because one is cowering with just sheer, she's just laughing so much that she's cowered behind the, the other three. Just to somebody as well, somebody starts swinging, swinging the hanger before the birds like descend on screen because obviously they were like, yeah, we we let it that in afterwards. So you just see yeah. them take these like swings. These wild swings at like nothing before the birds kind of come <laughs> oh. on the cell shade begins coming down. Oh, I was excellent. I actually loved it. I was like, I actually would watch that film. Like, that's that's the kind of film you 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 would watch ironically with a few beers with a few oh. people. The same way you would watch like The Room or something, and it actually makes The Room look like a masterpiece by comparison. Yeah, yeah. The same way you'd watch like Justice League Snyder Cut or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Ironically. <laughs> Our next game, so this is, as I said earlier, that, that game that we do where you have like movie character fights or TV show character fights uh, recommended by people. And it's called, I Can Do This All Day. <gasps> yes. You can save a cow. You can save all of them. One shall stand, one shall fall. I can do this all day. Fight! So this one was recommended by the, and actually great bunch of guys, at the bottom of the stream podcast, and that's at, 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 at bots underscore podcast. And I saved this one, and I talked about it on the episode before, and I said I was going to save it for a special occasion, because I oh love this. Boy. It's a oh three-way boy. fight. It is Ace Ventura versus the cable guy versus the mask. Oh my god. What an excellent. What a it's a Jim Carrey off. It's a Jim off or a carry off. A carry off. Don't get carried away now. That's what we'll call it. Do 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 you have do you have an, an immediate an immediate gut reaction of a person you think is going to win this? Okay, this this is 
I'm not sure how you're going to react to this, but weirdly, just my in, my immediate gut reaction, and maybe it's because it's the one I've seen most recently, but that's kind of besides the point. I was drawn to the cable guy as the one who would ultimately triumph. Yes, me too. You're me kidding. Too. <laughs> it's just because he's just, he's he's like, he's not particularly adept, but he, he plays that basketball game with the, with uh, Jack Black and the rest of them, and he's like jumping on guys' faces and everything, and he's like, he is going hell for leather, he smashes the back of the basketball net like. He's also a secretly masterful manipulator, because like, if you think of how he completely takes over the family in the, that game of, what's that, Whispers game? The password is, it is, nipple. Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part so much. And he does. He turns the family against Matthew Broderick. Like. So that's my point. I feel like... Although the mask is completely unhinged. I mean, they're all unhinged. What am I talking about? But the mask, I guess, kind of has almost supernatural powers. Yeah, but, but because of that, though, the mask also lacks a lot of depth. You know, I know he has the superpowers and blah, 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 and he can pull guns and everything. But it's all surface pizzazz, you know? Whereas the cable guy has that complete insidious like that part where he's on uh, he's outside the house on the phone and a spider crawls across his face and he doesn't even flinch it's so funny it's so funny <laughs> and weirdly unsettling actually in that moment oh yeah in a great way it's the same as because uh, i watched mystery man recently and it's that real kind of early 90s kind of dark tone that people did not get at the time whereas now it would be tremendously popular like but just too too ahead of its time in a way like. oh it suffered from trying to be too edgy too early yes never be too edgy too early let me tell you folks this is a life lesson <laughs> never edge too early oh jesus yeah. christ you know what it's not just me i'm not the filth one here right <laughs> okay that's as not but look let's People, not let's yeah. not completely discount ace ventura because ace no, is great I, I think yeah and he's got that queen up his sleeve that was terrible. I think, so he's got a pack of animals he could surely, you know, employ to help him. But you see, my, my, the reason I was thinking of the cable guy is that he would effectively just let Ace Ventura and the mask battle it out so they would off each other. In You know, like he would manipulate them was kind of my logic. Like if the three of them start, it's going to be, you know, they're not all going to be three fighting three at once. He'll figure out a way of just like, even though Ace is just a complete lunatic. <laughs> Yes, in the best way. And he could catch bullets with his teeth. <laughs> yeah, and like he could disguise himself as a as a as a rhino, uh, or you know, like he could, he could he could disappear. But I physically in a fight, I don't think he'd fare very well unless he had the help of some creature. And I think that's actually that's something that the mask would deal with quite effectively, like an, a wild animal that the mask could scare with the uh, with like you know crazy guns or some sort of all showy kind of thing. <laughs> you know, they they'd wear each other out while secretly. The, like the, the cable guy's just sitting in the corner with spiders all over him. You're just going. so right because the cable guy would use the sympathy of being like, "I can't fight you guys," and they'd be like, "Yeah, okay." And Ace would be like, "Well, I got a case. I'm gonna take you down." <laughs> and whereas the mask would just be like, "Ah, you think you're crazy? I'm crazy," and they'd like try to outcraze each other while the cable guy would like insidiously sit in the corner and like he would just just, just backstep yeah. into the shadows in Fibsborough. He just be sitting yeah, there. Yeah, that's he's the guy offering. <laughs> he's the guy with the sweets. Would you like a blue and a red sweet, or a yellow and green sweet? <laughs> the color, the color of this sweet is nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just I, I watched it recently, and you know when you're just absolutely caught off guard. The, the first two minutes of the film when he knocks on the door and Matthew Broderick is like, "You were supposed you were supposed to be here hours ago." 
and and he says something like, "Well, I guess I'm just a complete asshole." It just—it's the way he says it—is incredible. I actually, I just cracked up. I, I had to pause it, and I was just absolutely cracking up. Like, I know this isn't about which film is funnier, because again, I would probably say the Ace Ventura movies are probably funnier than the other two. But I just—I think the cable guy is insidious enough to get away with this. To take I it. think he w- he would take it, and also what's how what because the master's weaknesses like when when what cause what causes the mask to pop off like well, when the, does that happen? If the mask, if he gets the mask off, Stanley Ipkiss is just he's just Stanley Ipkiss, and he's not that funny or charismatic pretty or whatever. F- he's or, pretty yeah. feeble, yeah. And he's That's the whole point. Yeah, so they like they would absolutely figure it away to get the mask off him. Oh, he, like, Ace has his animals. Ace would send the monkey. His uh oh god, I can't remember his name now. But anyway, he would send his monkey to go get. A mask out of his ba- Stanley Ipkiss's back. He gets it out. Ace just hits him one with like a fist, knocks him out cold, and he's like, "I've done it!" And then all of a sudden, out like a like like exactly exactly like a Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. Out of the shadows comes the Cable Guy, like you know, lightning flashing in the background, his silhouette just enraged against the night sky. And then you know he, that would anybody would buckle in fear with that lunatic. I mean, I'd him. buckle in fear of that lunatic. Griffin, I mean, you buckle in fear. With, I mean, you'd scamper anyway, regardless. So, they, they, I mean, it's proven. Yeah. It's proven that I scampered from you when you're when you're hour of need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Ace Ventura. Yeah, like Ace Ventura. So, but, but podcast. The answer to your question, Cable Guy. Two pints. Two of us well, agreed. Two pints. Pints. Two pints. That was an excellent suggestion tough oh, one I knew that was worth keeping I knew that was worth keeping that's an excellent one hmm. I carry off is it me are we, are we back to yeah. me we've just got we've oh. just got two more segments to go guys so and obviously I'm no clue or no, nowhere near Ooh. getting that reference but anyway let's uh, <laughs> yeah let's let Rob do his do his thing in, in, I'm wa- I'm, well, I can't Ooh. wait for this <laughs> anyway sorry I was getting a bit carried away there a bit carried away hey there he goes ah oh. Jimity Jim. I didn't have a pun for the gym. 50 part. episodes, huh? 50 episodes. Uh, 50 episodes. <laughs> Can you believe it? This is as good as it gets. <laughs> this is the pinnacle, exactly, yeah. Right, okay. Let's do this, Rob. Let's go. Okay, so it is time for this, which I think is just by name alone, this is by far our best segment. So credit to you, Ross, for, uh, like, so this is when Ross found us in Whistle, and this is what we like to call Tunnely Nondescript. We don't know what it means. So that's the little jingle. Which in itself describes what it is, ironically. That's it, true, actually. <laughs> okay. So, how do you want this? Do you want the little whistle first and the description, or do you want the description first and then the whistle? So, basically, Rob here has to do, he's going to give me. Oh, yeah, explain it. Help me. Yeah, he's going to give four descriptions of films, and he's like four of them, and he's going to give four whistle tunes of the from songs from the movie, and I have to pair them. So, uh. Oh, you have to pair them? Oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. I think that's what it was, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's fine. That's what fine. have you done? <laughs> we can do that. Absolutely. We don't we can even do that. know our own segments. <laughs> um, sure, yeah, okay. Give me the, give me the descriptions first. Okay, here we go. Young Scallywag makes up his identity on the fly. <laughs> wow. Okay, go next hey, here, one. Number two. A man with no friends brings the world together. <laughs> the life of a hapless athlete is nothing short of very sweet. Okay. <laughs> Finally. I cannot wait to say this one. <laughs> okay. okay. Here we go. Hot knobs and oil slicks. A David and Goliath story. Hot knobs and oil slicks. A David and Goliath story. Oh my god. 
<laughs> oh, okay, all right. So, and then give me the team you, tunes. Good Jesus. Are you ready for a bit of whistling? Oh, I'm oh, I'm ready. This could be an unmitigated disaster, but here we go. Okay, first first theme. I... <laughs> Did you get it? Can you hear that? I could did, hear you, it. did you recognize it? I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. This is amazingly difficult. This is more difficult than I expected. Oh, shit. I thought this. <laughs> I, really thought, I thought you might get that one. Okay. Oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, wow, so, this is a bad sign. This is a bad. Because I. You're definitely not going to get these. <laughs> I thought, oh, I no. Thought, I thought, well, no. I think I, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'll help you out. All right. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. 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 Go on. Second, okay. second, second whistle. Okay. Okay, now remember, remember, remember the remember the lines here that I told you. Oh, my okay. Yeah, that's and that's that. That core theme repeats a lot in, 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 in the film. It's a bit... Yeah, these are quite difficult to whistle, but we're, we're, we're going to keep going. Okay, keep going. Okay, now I have to... Do you know what the problem is? I have to remind myself how this other one goes, because I've already whistled myself <laughs> into confusion. <laughs> Hang on Oh, God. Is this, this is... Oh, God. Don't worry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you through these. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so remember the descriptions. Remember the descriptions. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the descriptions. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a, give me a second. I know that one. I know that one. Oh, God. Uh, it's... it's it, it's you know that one is it et oh no oh it's, it's spielberg right ah uh, oh could easily be mistaken it's not a spielberg film though oh my god i'll give you a hint there is a spielberg film in there there is a Sp- oh there is a spielberg film in one of these is there oh yeah, yeah, yeah all right is there is there is there one more one more uh tuned here yeah there there is one more tune Okay, on this one, I don't know why I picked oh, this one. Fucking hell! <laughs> this is I so don't know why. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that's. Oh that's... my! That sounds like "Catch Me If You Can" or something like that. Oh my! You were fucking. Ooh. Is it catch me if you can? Is it catch me if you can? I cannot believe you got that one immediately. I, I am like sorry. A... It, that is catch me if you can. Ah, so the young identity, young scallywag makes up identity on the fly. Catch me if you can. You're dead. Well done. <laughs> I'm just glad I got one of them. Oh I my can't... god. I was wondering, it's like, if I had to. Well, that like. Oh, that give was it away. totally that. Yeah, that totally. Yeah, well, that helped me. But I well, knew... I had to because that's that's part of the score. Oh no! Look, look, that's that's impossible as well. So then, that that that. Dun, 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 dun. A man with no friends brings the world together. It's not uh, uh, Forrest Gump, is it? Uh, that one isn't Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, 
but so, so a life of hapless athlete is obviously Forrest Gump, right? Correct. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. I knew Forrest Gump was in there. Did you get the? Could, did you hear the Forrest Gump theme in there? I think that was the first one. Was it? It was indeed. Well done. Yes. Okay. Okay. I've done myself. At least I haven't absolutely completely failed. Well, now, now, now you can definitely work the rest of the meta field because the theme you recognise, you will figure out. So that hobnobs and oil slicks. Hot knobs and oil slicks. A David and Goliath's story. So hot knobs are biscuits. So it's like biscuits and... No, that's hobnobs. These are hot knobs. Okay, so things you turn. Okay, can I get can I get the... Yeah, just one of the team tunes. One of the team... The, the recognisable one. You think the one you're like, you'll totally get it. Yeah, it's... Oh my God. Oh my god, it's it's on the tip of my tongue here. You know what this is. I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy when I can't get this. Like, um, it's not. Do you, want me, do you want me to pair? Do you want me to pair it to one of the descriptions? Okay, go for it. Only if you feel like you need that. No, no, I definitely need that. <laughs> well, okay, I'll do this for you. It's, well, okay, so uh, that theme, that recognized one, is hot knobs and oil slicks. <laughs> Don't say that that line. Hot knobs. So that's like buttons. It's like warm buttons or something kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not bed bed not bed knobs and broomsticks or something like this. Or well, so it's 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 a reference of it's that's a reference to bed not uh, what's it called? Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, it's a reference to that, but it's not that film. Can you not think of a film with a hot knob? A hot knob. Jesus. <laughs> or <laughs> if somebody touched a hot knob and they went. <sighs> Oh my god, this is going to be embarrassing. Who's in it? Okay, go on. Who's in it? We're going to have to really break it. Okay, down. I'm going to say it's a, it's an early '90s movie, okay. Christmas film. Oh, it's, it's oh god damn it! It's Home Alone. <laughs> it is. It's Home Alone. God, I I knew. I was like, it's in my head. I knew that as soon as you played the music, a- I just couldn't. Hot knobs <laughs> and oil slicks. A David and Goliath story. That's that. That I like that. That's very good actually. That was my favorite. One. I didn't think that would be the trickiest one. So now you're left with well done you got there but now you're left with with no friends has the world uh, brings the world together brings the world together and the music is (laughs) that's 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 the guts of like the main theme that's what starts the film Jesus, I'm gonna I'm gonna bow out in this one because I'm just gonna be stuck here for ages. So this. I'll give you a hint, actually, and the the reason this is tricky is because the music is quite it's it's almost uh, it's very electronic sounding music, so the whistle doesn't do it justice. It's very electronic. Jesus. So it's a modern film as well. Nightcrawler. No. Think of what's happening. Think of what's happening. No, f- no, no friends. Oh my god, it's not the social network, is it? Yes, it oh is. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a random film to pick for the social I know. Man. <laughs> oh, Touche, Rob. Touche, my friend. You you uh, literally learned to whistle the hardest possible songs you ever could have learned to whistle. I'm impressed with you. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. So I'm wondering if I very quickly, like, <laughs> I could I figure out how to play that for you. It's because it is, it's one of those things where I love the soundtrack and I thought it's so iconic if like if I really played heavily into like oh a friend network thing oh, you, oh, you know you'd get it but I think to be fair the whistling 
<laughs> undersold it a bit. Oh no, listen, I mean, as I said, fair play for going for like, because I mean, that's a tough one. Fair play, man. You picked some difficult ones there. I'm actually, even though I didn't get them all first time, I am happy that I managed to get... Firstly, I'm delighted that I got uh, what's called "Catch Me If You Can" straight off the, the bat. The fact that you, you, the fact that you got that off the bat, that is, I, I, I'm wondering, can you like superimpose some of the, the music for, for those films because that, that "Catch Me If You Can" thing, is like it's iconic and you'd recognize it immediately when you hear the actual tune. Yeah. But a whistle version is, is not gonna, <laughs> is not gonna sell it. Jeez. Well, look, that's why I got it. I mean, I got it. That's why as soon as I knew that bit, as soon as I heard that bit, I was like, okay, I know what this is. So, right, well done, Rob. Very silly, but a bit of fun. Oh, I had great I... fun coming up with those. It was actually the. Do you know what happened? You see, is you know, it's kind of hard to like know know where to start with like a film for that. But I realized that sometimes I was struck by like, oh, that could be a good vague description that would yeah. make it challenging. And then I realized I had to work backwards and try and figure out how I could whistle some of the tunes. It's going to be very interesting to see how they come across in the recording. <laughs> was oh, I, I'm sure they'll come across fine. Uh, well, we'll see. I I tested it earlier and it was. Bit, bit windy. <laughs> patchy. But, You're like patchy at best. <laughs> patchy. People are like, no wonder Ross can't get these. <laughs> no, look, look. I mean, even once I heard them, I was like, so because I, I recognized the ones that I recognized, I was like, I know this is a film I know. But the ones that you like, like that Trent Reznor one, I'm like, Jesus. Without a description to go with that, I could never have got, I mean, you could have asked me that 20 oh, years. It's, and it's only, that, that, was, that was only like four notes. Sort of. <laughs> it, was for, it was very short. I was like, oh, come on, Rob. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. Anyway, you figured it out. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Is that is that is that quote you used? Is it from the social network? Um, it's very close to it. It's that's why I thought it would also be a bit of a tip off. But I adjust. I I paraphrased it to make it less obvious. I think I I I can't remember what the actual title is, but I know it's very similar to that. Oh no 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 sorry. I mean the reference. No 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 no. Remember the, the great reference game. Remember you 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 you. Oh sorry. I actually, I actually said the name of the movie at one oh, point. So what's the what's the quote again? People who talk in metaphors ought to shampoo my crotch. Jesus. This is another quote from from it. You make me want to be a better man. Um, it's it, it's not. You didn't mention that though. The one with Jack Nicholson. Ah, oh, it's not the one with Jack Nicholson. Isn't Helen Hunt? Uh, uh. Do you know the film I'm talking about? I do. It, oh, it is that film. Ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Uh, it's not it's, it's the good a good you're there uh, I've just oh, I can't get goodwill hunting out of you my make head make me want to be a better a man. better man yeah because he, he has that he has the dinner with her and he has the conversation that he went back on yeah his, yeah, his yeah, tablets, yeah yeah and he's like you make me want to be a oh god the good he's got OCD yeah yeah it's like the good place or a good I used I used the title of this film to describe what this episode represented for, for the podcast that was why I picked. That's why I picked the film. I let you think on it. Like it's like a good celebration or something. Anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, sorry. Look, the, the last one because yeah, the last segment I have, and it's literally going to be a thirty second one, okay? Because we've teased this lots of times and never actually did it. But here it Ooh. is: the first to celebrate our fiftieth episode. Oh Jesus! How Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in this <laughs> Ryan Reynolds movie? <laughs> Okay. I love where this is going. This requires, because this is the, this, obviously it's an inaugural one. We're going to basically rate mm. Ryan Reynolds in his Ryan Reynolds movies. Just how Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. is he? I mean, it's in the title. And for the first one, just to get out of the way, you know, we can do even like a one word answer at this. <laughs> Deadpool. Uh, I think the correct answer to that is it's Ryan Reynolds. 
That the correct answer is Ryan. Yes. So that's the pinnacle of it, basically. Okay. We've started <laughs> at the top. He's pure Ryan. It's all Ryan all the time. Pure Ryan. Pure Ryan all the time. Pure Riffy Ryan. Riffy Ryan Raru. So I just I had to get that one out of the way because now we can move forward with that as a segment, you know, because the benchmark is of course Deadpool. You've essentially you've used the fiftieth. Yeah, you've introduced. Yes, of course. That is the the, the benchmark. And it also means that we've gotten his one of his really really his only good film covered. So now we get to enjoy talking about all the disastrous ones that he's that he's racked up over the years. Oh, I have I I have a list here by the way. And with that as well, did you hear me click my fingers as my brain did its thing where it backwardly retroactively got the name is of course as good as it gets. Yes, it is. And how fitting is it? <laughs> As we ro- as we get to a, a close on this 50th episode, yes. folks, I can assure you, this is as good as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. What a way to rock a back, man. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> and I thought, no better way to reinforce that um, that, that mantra that uh, I thought, I, I didn't tell you this, but I'm going to tease you with one more little sneaky segment. And yes... People didn't think it would return. Ross didn't even believe it would return. But I couldn't resist. It's too iconic. It's too important. That's right. It's time for another quick flash in the pants version of Into Depth. You no. better believe it, ladies and gentlemen. No. We're back. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's here. We all wanted it. People have been clamoring for more, more Johnny Depp-related saga <coughs> news ever since I first introduced this idea. I'm delighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm delighted to, to bring it back to the to the fore. <clears throat> so here's where we're at. You know, Johnny Depp, we thought he was in deep water, right? Uh, well, let me tell you, he certainly may be soon. There is a petition online to get him to return to Pirates of the Caribbean, cast as Jack Sparrow. So <laughs> let me just say, I think it's no longer called In Too Deep. It should just be called Back Sparrow. There we go. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the whole segment we're done. There's nothing else to this segment. That's it. Enjoy yourselves. I mean, I, I almost want to put like a disclaimer that I had nothing to do with anything that was said in the previous 30 seconds of this podcast. <laughs> oh, but it's in too depth. It had to be covered. It had to be in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit the, the, the bit of you whistling as good as it gets music in right now. Just right at this point. <laughs> this really is as good as it gets. Oh, God. Look, and like we said, this is as good as it gets because we've done it. We've reached 50 episodes. We've got you this episode. Look. We somehow. We somehow is right. I just want to say, look, thank you so much to everybody who listens and everybody who supports us, everybody who interacts with us on Twitter. It's great to have, like, kind of met people and chatting to people and getting a bit of a community and stuff like that. It really, really is, especially because all we do is, like, as you've seen for the last hour, we just talk shite. So it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot stress that part enough. Yeah, I mean, we did an hour of it. There's nothing else we can do to indicate how much we do. But just look, thank you so much. And thank you so much to everybody who's, you know, emailed us questions, who's emailed us suggestions for fights and just kind of little things and support us and liked our stuff and retweeted our stuff and just listens and helps us. Really, really big thanks, of course, to uh, our friends John. John did both the title and the outro music. So huge thank you, John. Iconic. Thank you, John. Good old John, as we like to call him iconic is right because i i that music is etched in my head when i think of the podcast it so is it's weird now i associate it as as our kind of jam like that was custom made but really obviously we didn't write it john did we we just uh we just swiped it well he knows i've subconsciously taken ownership of it but thank you he with his blessing of course 
Oh yeah, yeah. Then uh, thank you to Carol because Carol's done a lot of like promo material for us and a lot of like kind of like pictures and cool stuff like that and logos and all that. So thanks, Carol. Oh, he's quite the quite the Photoshop whiz, that fella. Yeah. Although he says I'm hard to work with, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually, Carol, uh, just just wh- wh- which one of us is best to work with? Can I ask? Insert clip here. Oh my god, you took the words out of my mouth. That's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I'd say probably you, Ross. You, you're, you're fantastic. I'll, I'll say, hey man, I need an image of you in this pose, looking like this, and I'll get three of them back in all of a sudden, like two minutes. But overall, I've enjoyed making them again. It's, it's always fun to, to pull them together and, and to try and think of something silly to do with them as well. But uh, yeah, man, again, real proud of you guys for 50 episodes. Keep it up. Um, okay, Carl. Excellent. I, I also agree. Thanks I... for that, Carl. <laughs> Insightful. Hang on. Let me add some, some stock. Ooh. Ah, oh. There. Now you can pepper those in with Carl's thing as well. So just for you. Yeah. I mean, geez, geez. But they're off, Rob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, Carl, how many pictures of me do you have? Anyway. <laughs> let's just yeah let's just look guys as i said thank you so much yeah i just wanted i figured ross i'd do a quick like I, I was i was i was in a quick stats review i was like you know where are we at Ooh. In, in the world and i was like i just thought it was interesting I, we always joke when we try and get a, a, a read on you know the, the 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 reach of the show like how many episodes get listened to and you know the problem is is that none of the the, the systems are connected so we have to cobble together what we can our fault i guess but look look. 100 i'm blaming everybody and us at the same time but i just thought it was interesting we we just hit like twelve thousand episode streams on not twelve thousand sorry to get you excited uh (laughs) 1200 1200 episode streams on spotify alone which is interesting because based on some other stats that we have that's not even our our biggest uh, listener base i think most people seem to listen across like soundcloud and maybe apple as well and like on charitable and stuff but just, it's kind of crazy that, you know, there's that many listens plus, you know, maybe times four or five, I would already think, based on, you know, what other sort of systems are telling us that, you know, thank you massively to the people who've stuck with us for that long. And also, I'd like to a quick shout out to the, the very small group on Spotify Analytics that's between age 70 and 150, according to Spotify. <laughs> thanks, for sticking, thanks for listening. I mean, look, if you find if you find something enriching out of listening to this. At 150 years of age and you're coming back to us. <laughs> but yeah, plenty, plenty of positives. But yeah, just very grateful for everybody to, to not only listen, but obviously to buoy us up and uh, really kind of elevate the, the show beyond what I think what we thought it would be. So hugely grateful. Yeah, look, look again, I mean, this is just getting us porous of tanks and all this. But look, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. I guess we'll just kind of say, Rob, what what, what places can people find us if they do want to listen? Oh, Jesus. I, well, you know, if you know, if, if you're young and you're hip and you like you like using apps and stuff, maybe SoundCloud or, or iTunes is for you, you know, or if you're a bit more of a, an early adopter or a bit more of a niche player, maybe Podtail is the one you need to go for. If you're more of a community person, perhaps Charitable or uh, Podchaser are on that as well. Or if you're aged between 70 and 150, <laughs> check us out on Spotify. We'll be there ready, ready and waiting for you. Re- ready and waiting is the way to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, oh. and also Rob, thank you, man. Thank you for for doing this with me because this is we love. I mean, I love this. This is great crack. We just have fun. Oh. We have beers and talk about films and make stupid games. It's fun. Yeah, like. all the games. The games are the highlight. But yeah, buddy, thanks for. I think it's this is we've come a long way from the <laughs> drunk on your couch just chatting. <laughs> shite. Well, the the being grunt, <laughs> drunk on our separate couches talking shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been very wholesome. It's really kind of. It's been like a nice sort of thing to to break up, and like what a treat it's been during lockdown as well to really to really go all in on it. So um, agreed. agreed. Uh, onwards and upwards, or as good as it gets.
<laughs> I think as good as it gets is probably something we should live by. Uh, look, guys, thank you so much. All that is left to say is that it has been 50 episodes, and I have been Ross. And I have been Rob. Not Ron. I have been Rob. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Somebody sent us an email and said, Hi, Ron and Ross. <laughs> oh, my God. 50 episodes of my name is still wrong. Isn't that amazing? <laughs>